When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, no, no can do. I can't go for that. I got Hall and Oates in my head. We are back. AOA podcast live with you on a Cyber Monday. Oh, my goodness. I hope your Thanksgiving was quite lovely. We've got a whole bunch of topics to get to on this episode, and it starts with the great Hall and Oates. We talked last episode about Hall and Oates having a court battle, filing a restraining order, all this crazy stuff. We now know why that took place, so we'll share that reasoning with you. Uh, plus, we also learned over the Thanksgiving holiday that uh, we're getting a Toy Story 5, Tim Allen and Tom Hanks on the docket to return. Uh, Deadspin put out a story about a young kid at an NFL game in blackface and a uh, traditional Native American headdress. Turned out to be not so true. He was in the headdress, blackface part, not so true. We'll get into it and if it's offensive or not. Uh, Josh Giddy, young NBA player accused of a relationship with a minor. We'll uh, give you the details there. Cyber Monday, about to set some records, and a Chinese rocket has slammed into the moon. The most alarming one seems like the last one, though, doesn't it? I feel like all the other stuff is... Stuff we can get over. But that last one is a little on the, we'd like some more detail side of it. No? Sorry, excuse me. What was that? Rocket slammed into the moon? That seems like a big deal. That seems like it should be in the top three, though, doesn't it? Everything is okay, by the way. We're going to all survive the rocket thing. Although I would appreciate it if China, along with all the other countries, would stop slamming shit into the moon. If we could do that, that would really be great. That would really, really start our our uh, trajectory on a nice little, our, you know, our week on a nice little trajectory. Um, Hall versus Oates. Let's start here. The amazingness of this story. So I went to Thanksgiving and I was talking to my uncle, a huge Hall and Oates fan, and I go, these two never had a fight. Because last time I read an article on it, that was what I read. Like, hey, these two never really had a fight. And he goes, I heard on Bill Maher that they never got along and that they were more business partners than like writing partners. And I go, Uncle Richard, you're drunk again. Clearly, your drinking problem has gotten out of hand because I read the exact opposite thing. But no, alas, Uncle Richard was correct. Both were actually true. In an interview not too long ago, Daryl Hall said to the New York Post that we never really have a fight. Uh, we've known each other since we were kids. We, there's not a lot of creative challenges there. We just kind of roll with the punches and move along. Uh, Crazy Uncle Richard was correct. On an episode of Bill Maher's podcast, Daryl Hall said, well, to be honest with you, we're not really like writing partners. He's my business partner. He said this in September of 2022. He's not my creative partner. 
He implied that he did most of the work, Daryl Hall, uh, including the duo's huge number one hit, Kiss on My List. Um, he also said that he used that as an example, saying, this is uh, where I dominate, in the creative realm. I did all the harmonies. I did all the writing. Uh, Oates isn't even credited as a songwriter on that track, but he is listed as a co-producer with uh, with Daryl Hall. So I actually don't really know. I mean, I know John Oates was the guitar player. He's he's the I, I kind of thought he was kind of the musical guy. And then over the years, as I started watching uh, Daryl Hall's uh, amazing show um, that he did, his web show that eventually turned into a TV show. Um, was it at home? at Hall or Hall at home or something. I forget even what it was called at this point. Anyway, um, I'm like, this guy is really like Daryl Hall is like the talent, you know, like he's the sorry. He's the the Paul Simon, if I may. He's the Paul Simon, if you will. I mean, sure, the other guy's bringing something to the table, but kind of can make it anybody at that point. You know, it's always the songwriter that gets all the credit. And that was Daryl Hall in this instance. So then it was like a little, all right, so that was the background of it. Then we, last episode, we get the news. There's a lawsuit. Now there's a restraining order, quite bizarrely. It seems very strange. On uh, Thanksgiving itself, Hall puts out a cryptic message saying, quote, during this time of communal reflection and connection with loved ones, let's not forget those experiencing challenges globally. As we come together, consider reaching out to support those in need whether through local charities or international humanitarian initiatives, may our collective efforts contribute to a way more compassionate and supportive world. Now it sounds like a nice thing, right? It sounds like he could be saying like, Hey, let's be nice to one another and all kumbaya, the whole thing. But it also kind of sounds like he's saying, let's be more compassionate and supportive. I.E. please don't sue me. I don't have much to go on. Uh, what up Chase apps? Oh, uh, you know, it's late tonight, so I don't know how time. Ah. All right. Well, you hang with us as much as you can. We're going through. I would love to recap Thanksgiving with you, though. Uh, Friendsgiving or Thanksgiving? Yes. Both? Yeah, both. You better put that all the way up on the top because I don't even <laughs> see it on the list. <laughs> we'll get through it. Stick with me. We'll get through it. Anyway, so turns out TMZ discovered the reason why Daryl Hall filed a lawsuit. I still don't understand the restraining order part of this, but it came on November 16th. Throughout the course of early November, John Hall had a whole slew of shows in which he was performing the duo's hits. That is the the... Basically, the crux of this whole lawsuit is Daryl Hall doesn't want him out there performing the songs that isn't, that aren't his. Mm, so he filed. He filed the lawsuit. What? Kind of hard. What is John? I don't even know which one. Out of all those songs, I have no idea which ones that Oates did. Oh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. So he's being sued for performing all the songs that Hall was credited for writing. In the suit, Hall's lawyers claimed Oates and his team violated a confidentiality provision by sharing their business arrangement uh, in a letter of intent to primary wave, which they say should legally negate. Uh, hold on a second here. Uh, let me see. Until the record show that Chancellor Russell Perkins issued a temporary restraining order against Oates and his trust to halt the sale of his share of whole oats enterprises to primary wave music for 15 days or until an arbiter can make a ruling. 
Uh, Hall's lawyers claim Oates and his team violated confidentiality, confidentiality provisions by sharing their business arrangement in a letter of intent to primary wave, which they say should re- legally negate the sale. So Oates is trying to, I guess, on whatever songs he is credited with, uh, unload his end of the Hall and Oates catalog to some other uh, music entity that then is going to license that stuff out however they see fit. Okay. <laughs> Which is kind of like a a weird, bizarre little thing that is going on here. But I think it all spurs from this. He had this run in early November of doing all these shows and he's out there singing the Hole and Oath songs, which like, what else is he going to do? You know, that's like when Garfunkel goes out without Simon, like he still does all the Simon and Garfunkel songs, you know, at least Paul True. Simon has the heart to like, let him eat a little bit and go out there and sing some shit so he can fucking feed his family. Right. Cause outside of that, what the hell else is he going to do? You know, nothing. Yeah. Nothing. I, I totally understand Hall where Hall's coming from in this instance, but it's like take care of your guy a little bit. Right. You know, let him fucking sing the songs. Hmm. Okay. It's, the, it's a big deal. Let him fucking sell the catalog. Who gives a shit? You know? Um, yeah, let him sing. <laughs> people people get attention now. People get all protective of their catalog, like the Beatles are famous for not letting their songs be used for anything. And then I forget who it was, Bruce Springsteen or was it Bob? One of these guys just went off and sold their fucking thing because they were like, fuck it, who cares? Okay. Like, I'm going to die soon. I, my kids rather have the money than the responsibility of figuring out which yeah, fucking. Cares. Yeah. Why am She's I going to. out of touch. You're out of time. Why make your kids worry about what State Farm commercial they can license your song to? Just give them the fucking money and let somebody make all those decisions. You know, who gives a shit? Be done with it. Be done with it. Can't believe this. I'm on John Oates' side. It's fucking disgusting. Uh, I am slowly fading. Go ahead. I hate it. I'm uh, not even there five long. Go ahead. Okay. We, we got quick topics here. Um, Thanksgiving Eve. Tim Allen goes on the Tonight Show, says, uh, "Hey, we're coming back with a Toy Story five, and I'm going to be in it with Tom Hanks." They reached out to us. Oh, okay. That's kind of nice. You like the Toy Stories, Jay Sabs? Okay, you know I'm not a big fan of cartoons at all. Mm-hmm. I do like the Toy Stories. I love the Toy Stories. They're cute. They're very sentimental, are they not? Yeah, they are. They are. Um, this is coming hot off the heels of Lightyear, which came out in June of last year and made just $50 million, which cost the studio roughly a hundred million dollars. Oh yeah. That Lightyear was not. I, well I do like Woody. Very, very good point, Robin. I do love Woody. <laughs> um, I heard that. That's true. But, you know, they fucked up the marketing of that light year because they didn't prime people to understand that it wasn't a toy story. It was the cartoon that the toy was based off of. Oh, yeah. Mm. Even when people found out about that, they did not like it. They didn't like Chris Evans voicing the guy instead of Tim Allen. They don't like change people. No, I agree. Which I have to be honest no. with you, 
Chris Evans, and who is the other one? Chris Pratt? We have to stop putting the Chris's in the animated things. Enough with the Chris's. Like, Chris Evans sinks Lightyear. Chris Pratt did Mario, which they, nobody really loved. The movie they loved. I, right. I, don't, I don't think they were like, oh, that Chris Pratt had a great performance in Mario. You know? Most of the shit was like, where's the Italian accent? You know? Like, where? It's me, Mario. Yeah, and now Chris Pratt is in Garfield, and does he do a Garfield voice? No. He just does Chris Pratt. Well, that's not good. It's not good. Like, uh, my kid saw the trailer for Garfield. He goes, why is Mario voicing Garfield? I don't understand it. Mm, and right. he's fucking eight. He doesn't know what's happening. Yeah, no, no thanks. It's just very confusing. It's like any animated movie we have, it's like, get one of the Chris's. Mm. We'll get them on a mic. We'll let them say a couple things, and then that'll be it. There's yep. no creativity in Hollywood anymore, Chase Hubs. I can't fucking stand it. Well, because, like, you know, it's like you keep remaking the same stuff over and over. You know. I don't have to tell you. You know. You're in it. Oh, oh I know all about it. Um, We're going to talk Cyber Monday in a moment, but... We have a Cyber Monday sale going on at our merch store. Ooh. For people who don't know, you can save 20% off on the merch store with the promo code Old Men. So <laughs> it clearly wasn't inspired by Frankie C. That was no. a J Sab's inspirational promo code. Wow, I like that. <clears throat> it's nice, right? Makes me feel nice. So when you go to anthonydenner.com, if you go to the merch store and you order anything for this entire week, it's Cyber Week here, uh, use the promo code OLDMEN and you will save 20% off. My goodness. It's did you true. See, did you see this Deadspin story? No, I don't even know what the hell Deadspin is. All right, Deadspin, is, that makes me happy. Deadspin is a, like a website, like a publishing, like a online blog. And they put a story out over the weekend, actually a couple hours ago, like 10 hours ago, where they accused the NFL, uh, the Chiefs, and some like eight-year-old kid of being a racist because he was in blackface. Now they put this, this is the photograph that they put along with the article. And as you can see, it's a young Chiefs fan facing one direction and he's wearing, you know, he's got blackface and he's yeah. wearing... Uh, Native American headdress. Turns out, though, like when the kid turns his face a little bit, his face is half black, half red. He's just like, you know, face painted for the NFL game. Oh, God. Not really the racist eight year old no. kid no. he's being accused of, you know. See, now that's annoying. They're trying to like cancel this kid. Now, listen, if you want to have a little issue with the headdress, okay, but. He, he is at a Chiefs game. Right. You know, I mean, I also saw some people taking issue with the fact that he's wearing red and black, which the Chiefs colors are red and yellow. So it would have probably made more sense. But again, I don't know how much we want to split hairs here on an eight year old who's probably just excited to go to a football game and wants to wear the face paint. Right. You know, this is why this is. Mm. But you have to see this article, Ginny. It's like, uh, uh, let me read a little bit to you. Okay, the, let, me the listen. let me pretend the, to listen. Go ahead. The title of the article is <laughs> I'm just kidding. The NFL needs to speak out against the Kansas City Chiefs fan in blackface and native headdress. 
They're doubling up on racism. God. Yeah. Come uh, on. The, the image of a Chiefs fan in a black face wearing a native headdress during a road game leads to so many unanswered questions. Why did the camera person give this fan the attention? Why did the producer allow that camera angle to be aired at all? Is that kid slash teenager or a young adult? I mean, it's an eight-year-old fucking kid. Right. Well, let him be the eight-year-old kid, and that's it. That's it. He's not. He's not doing anything wrong. No. He doesn't even know. He doesn't even know. Come on. No, he's just being a kid. The kids are excited to go to games. You know, they don't know. No. What all this is doing, but this. Listen to this passage. The answers to all those questions led back to the NFL. While it isn't the league's responsibility to stop racism and hate from being taught in the home, they are a league that has relentlessly participated in prejudice. If the NFL had outlawed the chop at Chiefs games and been more aggressive in changing the team's name, then we wouldn't be here. Where is here? Right. Where are we really? I don't know. I'm not saying that there's not prejudice in the world that we need to get rid of. I'm not saying the NFL doesn't have issues in their past. They do. But maybe we could just lay off the eight-year-old kid who's excited to be at, at the game. And I'll tell you the other weird thing. Everybody was hell-bent on changing that Redskin name. Nobody seems to give a shit when it comes to the Kansas City Chiefs. They just don't. The Chicago Blackhawks. Nobody. I don't see protests outside of their games of people demanding that those names be changed. Right. The Atlanta Braves, right? Like, I mean, the cartoonization of, of Native Americans, I understand that people want to get rid of that, which all those teams kind of have done. But even still, it's still like, again, I say this and I say this all the time. Can't these things be an uh, an, an ode, a nod? No. An honoring of, of the past, of a no. particular culture of people? Like... Why do they have to be offensive? I don't understand that. Because everybody's looking for something to get offended by these days. That's why. Yeah. Even you, Anthony. Well, that's offensive that you said it like that. <laughs> I don't appreciate your tone there. Um. So, and this, so everybody, so Twitter discovered this new angle on the kid. They're killing Deadspin. They're killing the writer whose name is Karen... Jay Phillips, Karen spelled C-A-R-R-O-N. He's a dude, not a not a Karen that you would <laughs> somebody who complains a lot. Um, not relenting off of the article at all. Really? Not, yeah, not being like, oh shit, didn't really. I see the heads, the, you know, the different angle there. Okay. No. Okay. The, see. Nothing. Not seeing any of that. Not being like, all right, we made a mistake, maybe, or maybe we could take this down, or. Maybe we shouldn't be so hard on the kid or whatever. Nothing. None of that. Sorry. <sighs> well, you know what? Life is... Hmm, I don't even know the word for it right now. Unfair? You can't do anything. <laughs> you can't do anything. That's true. Um, Thanksgiving, Friendsgiving. How was your Thanksgiving? Um, I have to say it was pretty quiet. I saw you on Friendsgiving, Black Friday is what we call it, mm -hmm. uh, and did not did not get a full recap on your Thanksgiving. It was quiet. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't as like this, maybe frazzled as years past. Um, I I just it, it went very very smoothly. I think 
I didn't host, my brother did, but I brought over stuffed mushrooms. I, I made a birthday cake for my daughter and my niece and my sister-in-law because their birthdays are all within days of each other. Hmm. And my husband made mac and cheese, which <clears throat> every year he makes way too much, right? Mm-hmm. This, this is the only thing that he has made in the 20 plus years that we're together. And he's only made it a few times. That's a lie. What has he made? Oh, guacamole. Aha. Uh-huh. I had that's that one not, in the chamber. That's not that's not really like food food, you know, I'm, like until you said that, I was about to say, what is it with your husband? He cooks a lot and brings it to places because that's the impression I get when it's guacamole and mac and cheese. Right. That's not so he he's made it about three or four times this mac and cheese. Now he's he's made it because we had this mac and cheese at someone else's house. And he was like, oh, that was really good. I wonder if I can make that. And I went, you can try. Honey, you can do anything you would put your heart out. <laughs> so he tried it. The first year, he burnt it. And I was How like, burn no, mac and cheese. Because he burned the cheese. Oh. And then I was like, it's not burnt. So we brought it anyway. But last year, we brought it. It was just too much. So this year, I'm like, we're just making one thing of mac uh, pasta. That's it. And we were going to bring the leftovers to our friend's house, but it ended up, I'd say most people ate the mac and cheese. So we didn't have enough to bring over. Ooh, it's a big success, huh? Yeah. Mm. So it is a very good one. It's, um, it's Chrissy Teigen's mac and cheese recipe with like the garlic breadcrumbs on top. Oh. So yeah, you're like, oh, wait a minute. It is so good. Well, garlic, I like that on top. What's the cheese sauce? Like a mixture of uh psychopathic babble and confusion? <laughs> Gruyere, Swiss, <laughs> cheddar, and American. Yeah, that's good. So um, but yeah. Can I say something? Cuddles has made that in the past. I'm pretty sure she didn't get it from Chrissy Teigen. So I'm guessing. That's another thing Chrissy Teigen claimed that was hers and wasn't. Right. Right. You don't like her, do you? No, I do like her. At first, I didn't like her. Oh, oh, you came around on her? I changed my mind, so. Oh, I can't remember. I, I, It's very hard to keep up with your grudges. Well, wait. How is your Thanksgiving? Because you did something that I've always wanted to do that I never did and I'll probably never do with this husband. My next husband, yes. <laughs> That's actually going to go into my... um. My dating profile must like must likes. It's going to be going to the Thanksgiving Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Mm. That's going to be a bullet point. Go ahead. That's going to be part of part yeah. of getting together. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it a lot. Without a uh, doubt. Um, we had the most fucking fun ever. Oh. <gasps> Can I tell you, like, it was just incredible. Like, it was, I always joke around to my wife, we're making core memories. Oh. But it's the truth. Like, on this one, like, it is the truth. Like, we, you know, we did we did this thing, and it is something that those kids uh, are going to remember for uh, an absolute lifetime. I, I mean it. 
we so we first of all this was our angle on the parade itself like we were literally um at the turn of of may there's my daughter looking at the uh so anyway so the whole parade comes down broadway and then turns onto 34th street where macy's is where if you watch the parade on tv you're watching it on 34th street but they start at 70 72nd i think and and up around central park and you were on what street 34th oh you were right in front of macy's right in front of me like if you look at the screen where the macy's sign is right behind like that is macy's across the street now we were on the corner where you watch on tv is in the middle of the block Mm -hmm. we were on the corner because we were right where they come down broadway and turn right in front of us okay so we had primo fucking seats like hoda and al were just running around in front of us come on did you like say anything to them like you could have like taken it did you take any pictures of them well my wife my wife who had a couple of mimosas in the morning screams at hoda what'd you say to her i don't know i have video of it i haven't had a chance to even go through any of it but i'll i'll we'll put it out i'll put it out at some point um but yeah hoda, hoda zipped there? by huh what time do you have to get there? Balls early. Just balls early. We left because, again, for those people who don't know, where Cuddles and I live out in the ha- like close in the Hamptons, like the next town over from us is the Hamptons. So we're about an hour and a half away from the city. Oof. And I think we made it there in like an hour and 20. Like we nobody was on the road whatsoever. Right. There was nobody on the road. We made it in. We were with some uh cop friends and where we were was like the cop section yeah so um i cut and i'll i didn't get to talk about this at friendsgiving but i kind of felt weird because one of our oldest friends is a cop and like a pretty successful cop and i kind of felt like i was cheating on him the whole time of being there because you know it seemed because he's invited us in the past that we couldn't go um and i think he was there i know he was there but he was in like a different section but it was like there was like it was vip all the way like there weren't stands to sit but we were right there all the kids were like up against the the railing like you could see like in the photo with my daughter like all the kids are just like on the railing like watching right in front of them let me ask um, you do you felt did you feel like you were being pushed at all like did you feel- no okay no because again we weren't in a public area so the entire oh, yeah. area that we were in it was all cops and their families Okay. So there was not like, again, a crowd like crowd of people, would you say? Yeah. There wasn't. No, like if we walked away from our spot, we walked right back and it was there. You know, see now, I, see now, I wish I could like explain that to the husband. I don't know if it's that way everywhere, but it was. I'm pretty sure it is. It was for this section. Well, I think you can go anywhere on the route and get a pretty comfortable spot. Okay. You know, you're if not going to really. What? If you're in the cop section, that's well, the like, only way I would do it, though. I, that's the only way I would do it. I would not go again on no. my own. No way. Because we had somebody. They, they were so kind. Those cops, they they brought bagels and donuts yep. and coffee. There was a building to go into if we needed to use the facilities like See? all the great. And like Cuddles and I were looking at doing this before our friend invited us years ago. And there's restaurants all on on broadway and they sell like brunch packages to the parade 
Really? So, yeah, you can get. And by the way, we looked at the reviews in all of them. I'm sure there are some nice ones, but for the most part, it is just shitty, like powdered oh. eggs, and because like, mm-hmm. you know. And then you can go in the restaurant and use the bathroom, and they all like kind of fence off a little area outside of their place by the on the parade route. So you have some of those things, even like the shittiest, worst, like Olive Garden chain restaurant place was like 200 ahead to get what? this. Like, Are you kidding cr- me? Just to get this crazy set. Just to, just for the ability to have somewhere yeah. to go to the bathroom, really, is kind of what you're paying for. I know, but still so stupid, right? It's so silly, but it's so expensive. And this uh-huh. was like this was nothing. And uh, we had uh, we had the run of the entire block. We we actually watched it from two different viewpoints. This was the first one we went to, and it was just uh, it was incredible. Yeah, no, uh, that oh yeah, that's that's good. Now let me let me just tell you something. Oh, so here's the view. Good. Oh. Here's the view of where we were, and you can, I don't know if you could see it, but where that other yellow shark is down there, that's right in front of the turkey. That's on TV. That's where we were. Okay. So go ahead. Oh, see? I took a picture with the DeLorean because I'm a child of the 80s. I couldn't help it. Um, Okay, so also the parade started a half an hour earlier this year. Yes. How long were you actually there from? Okay. We were, we got to our spot just before 8. Okay. And 8.30, they started. Now, we, I was under the assumption that they were recording stuff ahead of time, which I think they were. Okay. Um, but you did the parade start at eight thirty or nine on television? Eight thirty. Okay, so then they weren't recording. Whatever they were doing was was live then the whole time. Question: If you were on Thirty Fourth Street, what's the, what's the first time you saw a float? Because if they started at seventy something, right? Yeah. No, it was a while. Okay. Okay. It was a while, but we there was a couple of performances in around eight thirty, so we saw that because that was right there. Okay. But before the first float came down, it was a good half hour, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until we actually saw a float, which was a little rough on the kids; they were starting to get a little restless. Antsy, yeah. Yeah, but then once the because co- the cops actually lead the parade, once the the motorcycle cops came down. And they were, you know, buzzing their sirens a little bit. It perked them up, and that was it. It was just, it was okay. two, two and a half hours of just nonstop fucking, you know, stuff to look at. Okay, so two and a half hours, because I think it go, it went till, I think it goes till twelve o'clock if I'm wrong, right? It, yeah, it did. Like I thought we were going to be out of there earlier. I thought they do all that stuff beforehand, but they yeah. really, they don't. Yeah. Well, one of my singers that I liked. Like he, you probably don't know him because he's a Spanish singer. He sang his hit song, not sang because I'm sure it was pre recorded. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm so glad I'm catching this because I was like, you know, cooking and whatever, trying to go back and forth. And then I saw the dancing and I was embarrassed for these people who danced. Why? I, I, got, a, I got a good video of it if I could show it. Can I show it? It's mm-hmm. not. It's it's me. Just why was I embarrassed? Because I went. I texted my friends immediately and go. Yeah, we could. Why didn't they ask us to dance there? Here it goes. 
and you're gonna hear him. And they they caught this guy um, lip singing, but he was not in line with the music at all. Here, let me show you. <laughs> and then this guy dancing. No, no, no. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh no, no. Your reaction to these are great. You should take. Yeah. It was not. It was not. You can't really see it, but it's like such a good video because he has no idea what he's. Nope. He just has nope. no idea. No clue. So yeah, so Oof. <sighs> that's rough. I don't know who that is, but I do remember seeing those guys. Yep, yep. Uh, why couldn't they get better dancers? I mean, here's—I'm not kidding you. Then hire professional Zumba dancers because it is like a well-known, well-known song that people dance to. And mm-hmm. get me off the screen. Now I feel like I should dance to it. <laughs> Sorry. I was looking for because I have I have video of Cuddles screaming at Chicago. Do you want to hear that? Yes. Okay. So Chicago performed and they pulled up. So right where we were, if there was somebody performing, it caused like a little log jam. Right. So like there would be people like in front of us for like an extended period of time in some cases. And D, as soon as she saw that it was Chicago, just flipped the fuck out and started screaming at people. Again, a couple of mimosas in. Oh, guys, stop! I never knew that! He's fucking 10 feet away from us as she's screaming at him at the top of her lungs. She's adorable. Oh. How so could you yeah, not love cute. her? That's cute. Yeah. Um, that is really I think I would I think I would be I want to go. Fuck it. I'm you going with you guys it. next year. You got you should go. Well, that seemed like you were inviting yourself. You know, we have other <laughs> friends we have to spend time with. You know how it is. Um <laughs> but yeah i would say honestly i would say you gotta go you gotta go do it once in your life it it was a great experience i don't know if we would go again next year i mean i would love to go again at some point but the kids like completely loved it you know it's funny the people that we went with they were with people who go like every year and so they were like hey we're you know we're gonna beat the crowd and get out of here and we're like oh you santa claus hasn't come yet and they're like yeah, it's okay. We've seen it. Like, you know, they, <laughs> like yeah, we've we've done this already. It's okay. We it, know where, we know when to go. It was old hat for them, you know. Um, but they were they were very sweet and very kind. Like we stayed till the bitter end. We stayed to see Santa Claus. The kids were so excited for that. Oh, I'm glad you I'm glad. Yeah, it was it was great. It was great. Then I go, all right, let me tell you about the worst, the worst wonderful start to the day. Horrible ending. Horrible no. ending. No. So now we're just we're fucking wiped out. We're just like so tired. We go to Uncle Glory Holes, and um, he makes this delicious, beautiful, delicious meal. Fantastic. Everything it was amazing. He had pate and 
um, all these delicious appetizers. My daughter, my daughter slayed a whole cube of pat, like crushed it. Like really? if we told her what pate was, she'd probably not go near it. But she ate the whole thing. Like then uh, we did our traditional soups, which is great. We do split pea and sweet potato soup. They put it in a bowl at the same time. They don't mix. They just stay on their own sides. It's beautiful. His turkey was so moist and delicious. He made oh. turkey bacon. Ooh. He had he had duck prosciutto. Oh. Oh. Okay. Um, wonderful stuffings. And my aunt made some things and whatever. So, you know, we were exhausted. Like the kids were exhausted. My son was a nightmare. He was up at four o'clock in the morning. So we were trying to get him to nap while we were there. I'm trying to get him to nap. I fall asleep. Right. So I take a little cat nap there, you know, so whatever. The whole day goes by. My aunt saved the whole day. She brought an old bingo game from home. Okay. My, gram- my grandmother's bingo game from like 1970, whatever. Oh, that's she's funny. Like, I was like, I found this game and God bless her that she did because it would have been a nightmare. The kids were so into the bingo game. They were playing the bingo game. It was great. Pack up everything, get in the car, load them all up, drive home, hour and 45 minutes ride home, right? So I'm like, you know, it's the weirdest thing. And and Cuddles and I have this tradition every year. We watch Home for the Holidays Thanksgiving night together. So I'm like, oh, we're going to put the movie on, relax, put the kids to bed, just have our little time, maybe a glass of wine. I don't know. Who knows? And I'm like, oh, I'm starting to get a little hungry. So now I, I got this fucking shopping bag filled with uh, leftovers. And I'm just like, oh, well, you know what? We'll get home. Mm. Fucking heat some shit up. We'll have some turkey. The whole thing. I start going through the bag of leftovers. No turkey. <gasps> oh, no. No turkey in the leftover bag. Oh, no. The entire day of wonderfulness erased by that just by that now see i would have been okay with that because i don't even like turkey oh my god turkey's so good it's so good Mm. i could definitely do without it i'm not i'm not a fan of it Mm. i don't know what my uncle did to it i think he left it in a glory hole for two and a half hours he probably put some glory hole stuff in it it was tender as fuck i mean listen i i you know me i'm not gay but if that if that turkey was marinated with semen from a strange glory hole, I would so eat it again. It. So I would, be it. Yeah, so be it. Because it was moist and delicious. So I'll tell you what. Just don't tell me how you make the sausage. I'm just going to eat it. That's, that's all. It. That's that's my philosophy on it. Then we had Friendsgiving, which we gathered. Mm-hmm. You and Frank were kind enough to put our little thank you. We did some thank you things for the, for the members, which is great. We're going to send out that stuff next week, which I'm excited about. We're not really saying much about it. But Jay Sabs and Frankie C and even Aaron took took part in some of the and loveliness, which is great. Which are, we're excited to get people uh, some of their items. Okay. Uh, and then we had like a little time together. Well, I wasn't there for a lot of it because I had a funeral to go to. Now, but... do you mean do you mean actual? Do you mean wake or do you mean funeral? Wake. You What's the one saying... where they're in the box in front of the room? Is that a funeral or a wake? A wake, and you kept saying funeral, and I wanted to be like, it's wake. Okay, I call okay. the whole thing a funeral. Is that oh, that's God. incorrect though, isn't it? That's completely incorrect. What's the funeral? The part where they go into the ground? Yes. Okay. I was yeah. at a wake. Yes, you were at a wake. So you didn't get to witness what I witnessed. No, which was what? <laughs> Nothing really. My wife demolishing three glasses of wine in forty-five minutes. Oh, please, 
Because I get drink. to say that all the time. She is a lightweight, huh? Yeah, well, the poor thing. Well, she's on. She was on no sleep to no, get I to the Thanksgiving Day parade. I know she. So she was tired. So that and wine doesn't help that. No, it was fine. Um, what do you think of Thanksgiving? Underrated. You really okay? Underwhelming. Okay. Yeah. Well. Oh, go ahead. No, you go. I'm wondering if we should change it next year to not the day after Thanksgiving. Mm. I mean, to change it to a different day. Because I feel like everybody's tired. Unless, I don't know. I just feel like it's it's tiring. What do you think? Like, do we do it the Saturday before? Can I tell? I think it's, I think, no. Do we get new friends? New friends is a possibility. Okay. I think we should just order pizzas. Yeah. I think it's too much with all the, we have a day of just crazy food. Friendsgiving should be pizzas or Chinese food. Yeah. We go, there's sandwiches, there's pasta, there's eggplant, there's chicken. Like right. it's, it's too much. 14 right. desserts. Right. Everybody, I, I think everybody should show up, kick in a 20, order a bunch <laughs> of pies. Done. That's it. I agree. Right? I agree. Mm-hmm. We didn't get a game going last year. Aaron had like a whole game that we were like mesmerized by the game. I love the game. Love the game. So. We got to revamp Friendsgiving, I think. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Plus, I, I wasn't. Right on top of that rose. What? Right on top of that rose. Yeah, I, I wasn't there for a majority of it, which is why I think it was so lackluster. Had I Probably. been there. Had you been there, it would have been way better. Way better. Way so, better. Way better. Cuddles said something about, um, I don't know, something about Frank and, and our other friend being my oldest friends or something, and your brother seemed to take exception to that and would not let it go for what days she, after. I believe what she said was that... Um, uh, Frank and your other friend are your number ones. So he got very offended by that. I know. Because your brother holds a special place in my heart. I know. Your brother could kill somebody and I wouldn't tell anybody. Whoa. What about his sister? Mm. Mm. Your brother has done things for me that, again, I can't really talk about. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he has. I don't even want to know. Yeah, you don't want to know. Um. Yeah, so, okay. So, I, you know, I don't want him to be offended, but also, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Right. I don't know. Um, Frank left early. Well, you knew that was going to happen. Frank shows up and goes, uh, oh, I got vertigo. I'm like, you can't make up the fact that you have vertigo. That's my thing. I've made that up. Right. That's my pretend disease to have to get out of stuff. Um, I also want to mention that um, on our last podcast, someone <laughs> was very upset that I told him, I gave him the option, gave him the option and said, this is his get out of jail free card. Was that it? 
Yeah. Hall pa- it was my hall pass. Hall pass. Hall pass. <laughs> Anthony, listen, I know you don't want to come to a kid's party. You definitely don't have to. And I really, truly mean that. You don't have to. Don't feel like you have to. Also, because I don't want to hear you bitch about it afterwards. He got super offended. Okay, fine. Yesterday was my niece's birthday party. And I see Anthony's wife come, right? With the kids. I waited five minutes, 10 minutes. I thought maybe he dropped her off in the front, you know, to look for a spot. And about 13 minutes, I said, he didn't come, did he? Where is he? I wonder where he is. And nope, he didn't show up. And I wonder why. I wonder why he didn't want to sit there in a kid's party. I'm, I'd be happy to tell you. Go ahead. Let me, let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. You were putting up the rest of the Christmas lights. No, you went that's back not true. To, you went back to the city to get the turkey from your uncle. No, no. All offensive. You had vertigo. I had vertigo. That was it. That was the one we were looking for. <laughs> <laughs> no, your sister-in-law passed a comp, was explaining the birthday party, and she happened to say space is at a premium. Mm. A lot of kids showing up, a lot of parents, a lot of parents not even going to be allowed in. They're going to just drop their kids off and go. And um, much like, you know, I respect HOV lanes and congestion pricing and all that stuff. I decided why we don't need two of us here. You go, I'll right. stay well, back and stay Well, space. let me tell you what you missed because next door was a bar, a little pub. Yeah. So I decided Let's... to go get myself a little drink. So I kept my you drink went to there. Go get a drink? Hell yeah. I kept my drink there and I went back and forth to the party. I know I did not leave it unattended, even though I wish I got roofied. My friends were at the bar, so I left it with them. Okay. Now, I, as it was explained to me, and my wife could have been wrong. I'm not saying she told me this, but she did. That your husband, your mm-hmm. brother, and yep. our other friend yep. didn't even step foot into the party. They did they not. They, at- went to, they went to another bar. Go ahead. Oh, not the bar that you were at. They they actually didn't go to a bar. They went to a brewery. Okay, which is right over there. I didn't know that was happening because if that was the plan, somebody I didn't have know said either. something. He I would have been more either. inclined to make the ride. Nope. Uh, I got to be honest with you though. Fucking Friday night, I had the worst sore throat of my <gasps> fucking life. Really? I don't know what it was, but after Friendsgiving. I don't know if it was like I had a little allergy thing going on the whole week. I don't know if it was at the the wake, the woke wake I was at. If it was, if there was a lot of people and it was stuffy in there, you definitely would have gotten a sore throat from that. Dude, it was so bad. It was like I, I go, I'm miserable. I can barely swallow. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let me just go to bed. Uh, you know, like, let me try and get some fucking sleep. You know, whatever. I fall. I go to bed at eleven o'clock. I fall asleep. I wake up. Now, now it's eleven o'clock. Before I fall asleep, it's eleven o'clock. I go. I could probably use some chloroseptics, maybe numb my throat a bit. Everything is closed by me. There's a couple of twenty-four hour CVSs, and I'm like, but I have to like DoorDash CVS stuff. I'm like, I don't know. This no. could be dry. So I'm like, <laughs> let me just go through the night. Whatever. I go to sleep at eleven. 
I wake up. I'm like, it must be like six o'clock in the morning. I'm like, my throat's fucking killing me. I'm like, let me, I'm like, I'm on a door dash. I'm going to do it now. I go pick my phone. It's two o'clock in the morning. Oh no. So now I'm like, oh, I got to get back to sleep. I was up until about 630. No, it's the worst feeling ever. Dude, every every time I I would be like, I'm like moving my neck in weird, trying to avoid this. I was so fucking miserable. I go to the doctor because now, now I'm like, I just need chloroseptic. Now I, I'm in so much fucking pain and lack of sleep. I go to the doctor on Saturday. You did, you pussy. Go ahead. I did. No, I'm just and kidding. I'm just kidding. He, he, I, I, dude, I felt like a pussy because I'm in there going, I'm, I'm in there trying to explain, hey, I'm not a pussy, but my throat hurts really bad. <laughs> like, grown men don't really, even grown women, like grown adults, don't go into the doctor and go, I have a really bad sore just throat. Just for a sore throat, right. Just for a sore throat. Go ahead. Just for a, but I, I said to the guy, I go, I'm a fucking jumbo building. I can't take it. He goes, I can't give you any. So he gave me a bunch of remedy. He gave me an antibiotic. He's like, you got an infection somewhere in your sinuses that's causing all of this. So he's like, I'll give you that. I go, you got to give me something for the pain. He's like, oh, he's like, what do you want? Morphine? I go, I'll take anything. I'm like, give me fucking something. Like, I can't prescribe you pain medication for a sore throat. He's like, yeah, I don't know. never fly. I'm like, I'm like, I think my wife has something. Is it codeine? Is that the one? Mm, I told no. him, I go, I go, she's got some pretty heavy pain meds from the last time she had surgery. I said, I'm going to go home and fucking take those. He's like, you don't have to. He's like, he gave me a bunch of shit. He actually said chloroset the spray, but he yeah. actually said the cough drops. Yeah, those are He's better. Like, I was going to tell you, actually, those are better. That's what he said. He goes, put that in the back of your throat. Just let it hit there and numb your shit. And he's right. It worked. It got me out of the woods. So you feel okay? Feel fine now. Yeah, today I today I was fine. Yesterday was a little bit of a battle. I started feeling better towards the end of the day, but that was it. That's weird, right? So That's strange. Cool. Hmm. It was so fucking strange. And the girl's like, I'm gonna, I got to do a throat culture. I go... I'm going to sit in my hand so I don't punch you in the face. <laughs> she looked at me like, I'm like, I'm in so much fucking pain right now. I, I can't. You, you didn't have strep though. No strep. No. Because, okay, this sounds funny, but uh, adults really can't get strep. If they do, it's very rare. Like they, they could get it, but they don't get it as often as kids do. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Because I, mm. I swear one time I was convinced I had strep and I was like, oh my God, my my throat never hurt this bad ever, ever. So I went to the doctor. I was like, I have strep. And he's like, how do you know? And I was like, because I just feel it. Came back negative. And he told me, he was like, a lot of people think they have, a lot of adults come when they're with like a really bad sore throat and think they have strep. But he's like, it's actually harder to get as an adult than a child. I was like, oh, okay. All right. So, um, mm. Yeah. Can uh, I show my... this picture of you or yes. no? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm, all right, let me do it this way. Hold on. Unless it's a bad picture. Are there any good pictures of you? I don't know. <laughs> What's the most embarrassing picture of you? I remember mine. Um, 
I already I know what it is. Me doing the Spartan race coming up from the water. <laughs> my my boss at my okay, so I found it on the Spartan website. And like whenever we used to do the Spartan races, I used to be like, I used to find every picture of me, right? Or whoever did it. And it was so bad that I said to my boss, I was like, I can't find it. I don't know what happened. He's like, um, you're fucking lying. I'm gonna find it. Sure enough, he found it, printed pictures of me, put it all over the office and the women's and the men's bathroom, and kept it as uh it was my profile picture on his phone. And you gotta see what I look. I mean, it's really fucking bad. Okay. <laughs> what about your picture? Oh. I was on stage and at uh, one of the one then you can't remember which one it was and somebody took a picture of me and they posted it and I happened to be I, I think I was going like this or whatever but my head was like folded into my shoulder and the amount of double chins that piled up onto my shoulder like over here it was just like whoa. it's just no. the worst but it was so bad I had to comment on it because then it was like being shared publicly. I had to be like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, there'd be more fucking pins in this. Fo-. Like, I had to point it out because <laughs> everybody like, would have been thinking. Say, like, right. Yeah. Yeah. I had to fucking do it. It was crazy. Where is that picture? I mean, it's a bad picture of me. Really, I don't think this really is a bad picture of you. Um, no, this isn't a bad picture of me. Not Not terrible. Lee sent me some pictures and some of them were pretty terrible. That's why I was like, I am not showing this to them. Uh, anyway, I can't, I can't get it to work. I'll just have to do it on my phone. Of course. This is you. This is your Britney Spears moment. This is you. Because I did that last year thing. too. Yeah, you did. This is how. You, this is what you live for. Mm-hmm. Yep. I can't believe they let you hold a snake. Why is that? I just, I don't know. I just can't, like, you look untrustworthy to hold the snake. If I'm, like, the snake guy, and I only well, got a couple of snakes to bring around, I'm, I feel like I don't want to put it in your hands. Well, you want to see something, hear something funny? I kept making very sexual jokes to him about snakes and stuff. That's why it was funny. <laughs> And he still let you hold it? Yeah, I go. I haven't played with Or is that the reason why he let hold it? If he thought I'll let this one hold the snake, maybe I'll get maybe I'll get her <laughs> number or something. I think I think yeah. <laughs> Probably went home and said, honey, you should have seen this blonde. She was all over me. So you know. Right. Snake this, gerbil in the ass that, all kinds of were you saying that? I don't even know. I'm just assuming right. at this point. I was saying a lot. Yeah, so, we yeah. all do. We all do, Jay Tabs. All, all right. right. We got a reason I'm Friendsgiving. Okay. Let's make this I'm gonna go on. Do I'm gonna keep going on stores. You wanna you wanna pull that ripcord whenever you feel necessary? Me just leave? Yeah, whenever you Is feel necessary. You you... I'm tired. I was doing your... Go ahead. I was doing your sister in law a service by not showing up. Oh yeah, definitely. 
I'm a little offended though that there was a little bar gathering and not like that wasn't part of the plan. Nobody thought of that ahead of time. Could have been like, hey, because no. they because uh, he was supposed to. He he actually dropped me off because there was no spots, and then I was like, oh okay, it's been like 20 minutes. I was like, oh, you're having a hard time finding um a spot, and he's like at the bar with Nick, and I was like, what? <laughs> and then. And then I was like, okay. So I went next door and he wasn't in there. I was like, wait a minute. And he's like, oh, I'm not there. I'm at the other place. And I was like, yeah, I'm not walking to the other place because it was raining and I didn't want to get my hair wet. So whatever. It's fine. But I didn't even know the other friend was there either. So that's the whole time. I was I just, yeah. Yeah. The whole time they were in the bar. So good for them. Good for them. Good for um, don't forget Cyber Monday. Use the promo code Old Men at the uh, AO merch store. You can save twenty percent. Mm. Promo code Old Men. Uh, Cyber Monday. They're estimating is going to reach as much as twelve point four billion dollars in sales, according to the latest estimates from Adobe Digital Insights, which tracks e-commerce platforms. That would be Wait. increase of five point four percent compared to a year ago. So I want to tell you something. I am a Black Friday shopper. I am a bargain shopper. I did not see any great deals today on Amazon. There were same sales, if not better, the last two days. Some things were a little bit cheaper today versus Friday, but not much. And mm. there is a hack that I discovered from Target. Should I share it? Ooh, hack alert. Yes. In the store on Saturday. Right? Saturday, yeah. And hmm, what's this? I see that there's these toys on sale. I now, if you have the app, you have like a like on top of the app main screen. There's like a barcode um, little widget where you scan the barcode and it tells you the price. Or you can use one of the kiosks in the store. It was scanning up twelve twenty four, so I was like, okay, good, it was on sale. I go to the register and it show it it comes up seventeen ninety nine, and I was like, hmm. Uh, on the phone and in your store, it's showing twelve twenty four. And she goes, "I want to be honest with you. You should scan everything that you purchase in store on your app because it's often cheaper." <gasps> what? On through the app? Yep. And they will Why price that? match. Target price matches no matter what. So if you are seeing the same item on Amazon. They will give you that price hmm. in store. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. So even if it's a Black Friday special or a Cyber Monday special, they will give you that price. I took was overrun with people that were in like Target and Walmart, mm -hmm. and they would pull the Black Friday sale tag to yes. the side, and behind it was a regular. It was the same price. I used to tell my husband that. 
they caught yeah they caught shit for that on TikTok. It was I I saw that video. I was like, oops, dumb dumb. Did they get in trouble for it? Were people taking them to task? Yeah, they were. It's probably a man who did it because men don't care about that stuff. That's true. We're like, who's going to notice? A woman would have. No, don't you feel like Black Friday and Cyber Monday even have kind of dumped the shark a bit where you're not getting the huge savings and deals that you used to get? Well, in certain places, they still do, but it has. I'm sorry. I, I was talking about this with someone at work today. When the stores used to open on Thanksgiving night at midnight, that was like something to do. Like it, it got you like excited about going Black Friday shopping because literally they were open all night. So some people would start three o'clock in the morning, or some people like I would go from twelve o'clock midnight till whenever I felt like it. And it was just like something, you know, it was like just excitement in the air. Mm. Now, eh, because I did go to some stores Friday and there was like no buzz, if that makes sense. I was like, ah, it's okay. Yeah. It's like we harkened for the days where there was only like three TVs on sale for like 50 bucks. Right. And you get to watch people trample and kill each other for it. Right. Losers. We're too woke now. We won't do that anymore. Everything's got to be fair. Yep. Everybody has to have a crack at the cheap TV price. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I saw somebody who had a tweet, just some random dude who was like, there's nothing that's 75% off. You can go fuck yourself. I was like, kind of a dick attitude, but I kind of understand where it's coming from. Yeah. That was like the day to get like those huge savings. And and now Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, it's, these are kind of regular price things right or even amazon so, they were like here's seven dollars off it's kind of like that's not gonna make me fucking buy right. something i really need right you give know something give me something a little bit better yeah loser yeah we're having the biggest hard time with the kids this year really yeah i, I they you don't know what to buy they want the stupidest shit they want my daughter literally circled something she already had and got rid of like in the catalog. Like it's like there's no real I don't know. I, I thought this was gonna be like a huge year, eight and six, you know? Nah. It's like no. nothing. It's like little dolls and it's like my daughter wants a doll. I'm like, it's forty seven fucking dolls in the room next to me yeah, right now. Know. You know? That's what they want. Mm-hmm. It's like now it's going to be an American girl. Oh, now it's going to be an expensive doll that gets thrown on the floor and neglected for fucking mm-hmm. seven weeks mm-hmm. at a time. It just, Good luck. Like, kills me. And, Good luck. Um, mm, uh, so 5.4% up from last year. So that's good. So people are still spending, putting that dough out there, making it happen. Inflation, who? You know what I'm saying? Um, Amazon and Apple are not having. Uh, to discount as much, according to some experts. Uh, retail consultant Carol Speckerman, doesn't Carol sound like retail consultant? Said that midday on Monday, the biggest discounts are still ahead and shoppers are all too aware of that. She pointed out lackluster store traffic on Black Friday, uh, a sign that shoppers were ultra picky. Overall, Black Friday sales in stores 
and online rose by 2.5% a year to MasterCard spending plus, which, uh, excuse me, MasterCard spending pulse, which measures all payment types. Online U.S. sales rose by 8.5%, while in-store sales increased just 1.1%. So I think a lot of people are getting tired, a little fatigued to go out there, try to shop the day after or get those deals. I did one year go to the stores at midnight on Thanksgiving purely for kicks. Like I was like, uh, we had Thanksgiving in the city or back. I knew all this crazy traffic and I put it together. I'm like, oh, these people are going because out by out, out here in the eastern of Long Island, we have a huge outlet mall, massive. I go, I, I get home, I go, I, I'm going to, I got to go see what this is about. I'm like, I'm just curious. I just want to see what it is. I don't even know if we had kids at the time yet. So I dropped cuddles off at home. I got back in the car and I went out. You know, it's like only another two, three exits away from our home. I get in, like, it was crazy. Like, they were like, there was police cars there. And they were doing traffic. They had um, barricades up so people wouldn't cross the street, like, where they weren't supposed to. You know, because it's three o'clock in the morning, you're crossing the street, nobody's gonna really see it. They had they brought in extra lights to light the roads and everything. It was all this like crazy like shit. And I I, I gotta give credit where it's due. J Sabs had it right. Like there was like a buzz to it. There was like a, a craziness to it. I did not buy a single thing, so I don't know if I technically went shopping. Um, because I was like, ah, you know, I went to the outlet mall. I I poked around a bit. I went to the Best Buy. It was nothing really there, but it was kind of cool being in a Best Buy at like one o'clock in the morning, you know? So I kind of just rode the scene a little bit just to see what it was like. Then I went home and, you know, fell asleep. But um, there were some people that like were just like troves and troves of bags by the time like 1230 rolled around. Like they were already like, you know, they had a game plan. They were hitting it. They were going with it. We have an outlet mall. I'm sure people have this too where you are. But we had an outlet mall that has like two or three hotels around it, and every hotel was jammed. Every ho- people book a hotel room to go out their Black Friday shopping at these outlet malls to get like the savings and everything. But I'm so skeptical of even outlet malls because I feel like you know, back in the day, an outlet mall used to be like, oh, the outlets. It was like this huge thing. You know, it was a lot of like, sometimes it was like, all right, so this sleeve is an inch longer than the other sleeve. Who gives a shit? The shirt's $30 less. You know, people bought shit like that at outlets. Now I just feel like they're just another version of stores. And you don't really get big savings there either. And then I knew somebody who worked at one of the outlets and they were like, oh, the company I work for makes, the reason why it's cheaper at the outlets is because they make cheaper versions of their regular shit. So you just get a cheaper version that's not going to last as long. And that's what they make and send to the outlets. Like a huge brand. You know, there's like, they just make shittier stuff for the outlets. That's what people are buying over there. So it's like, you know, you can't get like a real, like again, with people, you know, pulling out the target things to show that the Black Friday discounts the same as the regular on sale price. It ruins it a little bit. You know, it's not, like a pure good fun experience so um there is a good pure fun experience at the old aoa store though so promo code old men if you've uh, been eyeing up some of our merch for a while and you want to get it get it for the loved one in your life if you're a huge fan and your significant other not put it on the list 
It'll be up all week long here, Cyber Week on the AOA show. Uh, we'll keep that trainer running for the entire week here. So we'll let the loved one in your life know it's time to pony up and get you that uh, Viola sweatshirt you've been looking at uh, all year long. Now's the time to go for it. I want to do this quickly. Josh Giddy, Australian basketball player, plays in the NBA for the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm sorry, not the Minnesota, the Oklahoma City, whatever the fuck they're called. And uh, I bring this up because we got Aussie. We've got a ton of Australian people. I, I don't know what happened, but over the whole, like, there's the amount from Australia that are like, hey, check it in from Australia. I'm like, all right, we'll do the Josh Giddy story. <clears throat> Josh Giddy, Australian basketball player. He was accused of having a relationship with a minor on Thanksgiving Eve. So right around the time Hall and Oates' relationship was falling apart, this accusation came out on social media that Josh Giddy was, you know, or had a relationship with an underage fan. So the basketball team, NBA, they're like looking into it. Um, he has a $40 million sponsorship deal with Wheat Bix, which is an Australian cereal brand. I don't know if anybody from Australia is in the chat right now. I thought, oh, I just saw Aussie So I don't know, Aussie if you could speak to Wheat Bix, W E E T. I should, yeah, it doesn't sound like an overly appetizing, you know, like Cheerios sounds like a cereal I want to eat. Wheat Bix doesn't sound good at all. Anyway, um, they are considering dropping him from this $4 million sponsorship deal. All because of this accusation. Now, the kid himself is 21 years old. He's an Australian basketball player, obviously young kid in the league, 21. Uh, the, the league has said they're looking into it. The team has said they're looking into it. The kid did an interview the other day for a pregame. He's like, I can't talk about this. He's like, I can't comment on it. I've never quite seen a, a reaction to... Uh, allegations like this where you're like accused of being with an underage uh, girl or person I should say I'm assuming it's a girl and everybody's all out on the open like I don't know about you but I kind of go with actions speak louder than words and if you're out there answering press questions or you're at least saying I can't talk about that but here I am if you want to talk about the game I kind of tend to think you're innocent you know, I don't think that if you did something really bad, I think if you do, did something really bad, you have to retreat, you know, or if you've done something and you can't really prove your innocence or it's going to take a while to prove your innocence, you kind of have to retreat. For the people that are like, oh, I'm going to take some time and be with my family and blah, 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 eh, kind of leads to guilt, if you ask me. But who knows? I, I don't know. But we'll keep our eyes, of course, obviously, you know, it's being taken advantage of or a young relationship. But also the other part of it too is, is he's 21. I mean, <clears throat> did this happen like two years ago, a year ago? Was it like a 21 and 18 year old? You know, cause again, I'm, I'm before the right wing people get on my case for not protecting the kids, I'm protecting the kids, but 17 year olds, 20 year olds, you know, you know, it's an uncomfortable thought, but it happens, uh, you know, 18s and 21s. Like now when, when you get to like 16 and 21, I, I start to get a little uncomfortable with something like that. 
Um, Malisha says the girl is 16. Yeah, so okay, there you go. So 16 and 21, yeah, that's a little uncomfortable for me. If he's 18 and she's 15, it makes me feel weird, but I know that shit happens, you know, They're both kind of kids. So I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to think of any of this when we discovered that basically the 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 average uh age of consent is 16. I, I feel like when do we start talking about that? It was like a month or so ago. Whenever that came up, I said to myself, we've got to change this whole fucking thing. I mean, this is crazy. Can't have 16 being the age of consent anymore. Just seems nuts. Yeah, it's in Australia. Oh, if you guys remember, I started taking shots at Australia and England for having that. And I turn around and realize half my fucking country is, is just as worse. If not, it's just as bad, if not worse. The whole age of consent thing. It seems just kind of nutty. You know, it really seems to me. For the amount of, like, truly wonderful relationships that are had between an 18-year-old and a 21-year-old or a 16-year-old and a 19-year-old, I feel like we can risk some of those to save, you know, because people always go, well, yeah, the two kids that grew up together, they started going out, like, what are you going to do? I get that that's the devil's advocate side of it, but... I feel like we could sacrifice some of those for the, the greater good of protecting, you know, underage kids from making stupid decisions. But that's the problem. Okay, so here, Alicia, look at this. She looks 21. That's the problem, right? 16 is the prime age of making stupid decisions. Like, I don't know if there is an age more than between, like, 13, 14, and 18 when you just want to appear to be older, right? I mean, is there more time in a child's life where you just want everybody to think you are three to four years older than you actually legitimately are. I don't think so. I remember a young 18 year old aunt rolling into a bar going, Oh yeah, I'm 21. You know, you'd make stupid decisions during that time in your life, which is why we need laws to protect kids. Research up that age of consent a little bit. But anyway, Josh is making all sorts of headlines because of this $40 million deal that might be going out the window. Um, and Lord knows what else, but they could prove that some of this is actually true. So it's one of those things that we'll keep our eye on. Uh, here's another one, this Chinese rocket. NASA comes out and says, um, we found this mystery thing on the, the moon, and it turns out it's a Chinese booster rocket Boom, slammed into the far side of the moon last year and left two craters. Two craters. What in the actual fuck? Here's the problem with having a free world. You let some of these other countries just slam in rockets into the fucking moon. I don't know if you noticed this, and I know some of the other planets have multiple, but we only got one. Let's not be slamming shit into it. You, it's like your baby who goes out and drinks. You got to tell them if you can't handle your own shit, you can't come out and drink no more. Can't be fucking cleaning vomit off your shoes every week. If you can't send a rocket into space and make sure it comes back down, doesn't hit some shit up there. We can't allow you to do it. We've only got one moon. God forbid you hit that thing and split it in half. I don't fucking who knows. Who knows what could happen? What if you hit some other shit on your way? You got to, you know, you got to know what you're doing. And then. It's a booster rocket, 
and something else that it was towing. So we still don't know what the mystery object was that the rocket was towing. We have no idea what this is. They think they know where the booster came from. They, they think they see the crater. They see a second crater. There's no cooperation from the, the Chinese government on what this is, but the University of Arizona researchers say, we might never find out what, what you know, unless we kind of go up there and inspect it. But even then, who knows if it got destroyed or whatever it is. So I don't know if they were towing a house up there or trying to live up there for a little while or, you know, what it is. I'm not entirely sure, but fuck slammed the rocket into the moon. Again, do find something, admonish that, make a statement. I do something. I feel like you got to do something. You know, send a pink slip over there. Be like, hey, by the way, we know you slammed something into the moon. Uh, you got to, you know, shell out 50 grand to every country on the planet. I don't know, something. Don't pass go. Something. You got to do something. You can't just let them slam shit up against the moon and be like, okay, well, what are we going to do? We know you really can't do anything. At least a press conference where we're like, bad, China. So, anything. Just some semblance of whatever. You know? Get some, I'm not saying President Xi has got to come out and apologize, but get us one of the little, the, the, the you know, the smaller people. Somebody underneath. Sec they got to have a Secretary of Transportation or some shit, right? They've, I'm sure they got a Buttigieg of their own. It comes out and goes, we slam, all right, we slam some into the fucking thing. What are you going to do? Everybody gets a little hammered and miscalculates. We're sorry. It's fine. We promise it'll never happen again. That's all. I'll take an empty promise. I don't, you know, what do I care? I'll take an empty promise. We just need something to be like, it just can't go unchecked. You know what I'm saying? We got one moon. You can't slam a rocket into it and act like no, you don't owe somebody else an apology. I mean, I know Russia and China are buddy buddy at this point. You can't tell me Russia's a little kind of like, yeah, it's a little fucked up. Not for nothing, but that's all it's all our moon. We're all sharing the moon, right? It's moving around the waves on all of our beaches. Uh, you know, you should send a, an apology, a little note. A little note out to everybody. Dear world. I promise we won't slam shit into the side of the moon anymore. We'll do our best. Love always, China. That's it. You know, that's it. Um, is there a new pneumonia pandemic in China? Please, like those are three words that I can't have together. Pneumonia pandemic in China. I just, well, you know, not for nothing, but, you know, the pandemic. We had never got an apology for that. That would have been nice. They would have just sent out a little, you know, Hey, did it come from here? Did it not come from here? Probably, but you know, whatever. Look, sorry. Yeah, that's it. Not much else we can do about it now, right? It's a horrible thing. Send a little sorry note. Maybe, you know, maybe throw in a fucking Target gift card for everybody. I don't know. Ten bucks for everybody. Or do a thousand dollars and we'll raffle it off on our own. We'll figure it out. Just make a gesture. Is that, is, it, is what I'm saying coming across? Because I feel like, I don't know. I'm not entirely sure, but that's it. Chinese rocket slams in the moon. Nothing to be worried about. I'm still worried. People are like, oh, it's, it's fine. I know. You know, who knows? You don't know. What if it, What if next time we send somebody up there, they take a long left, and all of a sudden they got to land. Now, boop, boop, they hit the Chinese space junk. 
pop a tire and now we can't get them back. You know what I'm saying? You never know what's going to happen in years from now. And that shit always happens. You ever have that where you drop something and then you don't pick it up in your house and then three days later you step on it and you're like, oh, fuck. I knew I should have done something about it at the time. You just forget. That shit happens. Aren't you amazed at the amount of times you drop something in your house and it'll just stay there for like a month and a half? Has that ever happened to you? Am I the only one that does that? Where you're like, oh, I gotta pick up that thing. You get distracted. And then four weeks pass. And then you're like, oh, that that thing is still on the floor. I haven't picked that thing. It's been four weeks. And I haven't picked that thing up. And Robin makes a good point here. At least have respect for Pink Floyd. If you're not going to respect the United States of America or Russia or the rest of the planet, at least have some respect, goddammit, for Pink motherfucking Floyd, who owns that side of the moon. Because they slammed it right into there. They don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. They don't care. Ain't their problem. They're like, David Gilmore who? Go fuck yourself. Bam! Rocket. And whatever else. Right into the back of the goddamn thing. If you hit a car, wouldn't you leave a note? Hmm? <clears throat> wouldn't you leave a note? You would. Write a little note. Right now. While you were in the store, boom, our rocket rear-ended the, the boom. We're sorry. Here's our insurance company. Thank you. All right, that's it for us. Uh, appreciate you guys hanging out. JSAB's here. Frankie C uh, returning shortly. Um, hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I asked the question in the chat. I appreciate everybody and their answer. I'll be reading everybody's Thanksgiving experience post-show. So let me know what you guys ate and what you had and what you enjoyed this year and what was fun. Uh, don't forget to uh, jump on that promo code right now at our store. Our merch store, which you can get to at anthonyonair.com, promo code OLDMEN. Put the promo code in OLDMEN. Save 20% on all of your purchases. We will see you guys on a Wednesday show. Enjoy the rest of your Cyber Monday, y'all. Show me potato salad. Maybe we should go now. God.